Hello, friends. It's 2018, and the podcast is still alive. Rejoice. <laughs> um, honestly, I had every intention of recording last week, but just send all your blame and all your hate to Andy Weaver. We made plans to go to Disneyland, and I just completely um, ex- accepted and... I just blame him. He kept me out late. I got home and I was way tired and I couldn't uh, gather the energy to record a podcast episode worth uploading for you guys. You know, I could have uh, sat here and recorded some half-assed one, but I didn't want to. So I humbly apologize for the long wait. And if you guys are here right now listening to this, that means you're still subscribed or you're still interested in what I have to say, and I really, really appreciate that. That means a lot. You know, every day I it was so excited to come to the studio and just lay one down for you guys. I find this, like, very therapeutic. This is fun to me. It's um, just something that I love to do. And all week, literally every day, that's all I would think about. Like, okay, this is going to be on the podcast. I can't wait to talk about this. I I guarantee you there's going to be a ton of things that I forget to talk about. And I will remember after I upload this episode. So I'm going to try really hard to remember everything that I wanted to address and talk about with you guys. So uh, just strap in and um, enjoy this. I'm happy you're here. I'm happy to be doing this. I know you guys have a lot of questions and I definitely answered the most important one, why it took me so long to upload. Just uh, blame Andy Weaver. It's all his fault. And like I said, I humbly apologize. It will not happen again. We're back to the regular schedule every week. You know, I'm trying to grind out two episodes today for you guys and I hope your is uh god i can't even talk i hope your guys are just as excited as i am wow i've been gone for like a week and a half and i'm already rusty i can't even talk right i'm so excited i'm just talking like really fast this like brings me back to episode one days i know most of you are dying to find out what happened between me and the green lantern and to be 100% honest, not a whole lot. Um, I kind of let her decide her own fate without going into too much detail. And honestly, I don't even think she realized that she was um, left up to decide her own fate. But if we're going to like look at this at, um, in DC Comics terms, obviously, because I'm still calling her the Green Lantern, even though I'm sure all of you know who I'm talking about. But um, right now, I do not want to give out her real name. We're not trying to spread uh, my clout. And, you know, we're not trying to raise hers either, because right now, okay, so put your DC Comics hat on. We're in the... Okay, so just think back. This is November 1996. It's the final night, and Coast City has been destroyed, and 
Green Lantern is so upset and furious he couldn't believe that it happened. So he turns into Parallax, and Parallax just turns evil, kills a ton of people, wants to recreate the universe so he can bring back Coast City. And while that's going on, there's a Sun Eater on the way to eat Earth's sun, which would send us into an internal winter. But uh, they, the Justice League, they're like super weak. They can't stop it. They call in Mr. Miracle. He tries to use his boom tube, doesn't work. But in the end, Mr. Evil Parallax decides to come and sacrifice his life to absorb the Sun Eater and reignite Earth's sun, which has everybody shocked because everybody thought he was full-on evil and wasn't gonna actually come through and save the day but he does in the end he um sacrifices his life to absorb the sun eater and reignite the earth's sun with no like weird side effects or anything and the justice league and everybody is just like um watching in astonishment because they're just so surprised but they're also torn because there's this conflict whether parallax should be looked at as a good guy or a bad guy now just because you know he did one amazing act to save the entire universe but they couldn't forget about all the murders that he committed and you guys are probably wondering like jamie how does the green lantern turning into parallax compare to your situation I'm just going to break it down simple. Green Lantern was super chill. And then out of nowhere, I don't know what happened, but just kind of stopped talking to me. I don't know if it's because of the podcast or not. Uh, She just has no communication. And that's really fine. My feelings were hurt just a tad bit. I might still have a crush on her, but whatever. It's not a big deal. So... There it is. Uh, Green Lantern is now Parallax. I don't know if she's a good guy or a bad guy. It's still left up for debate. But we will sort this out. And maybe, who knows, we'll come back. And by this point, it'll be the Rebirth storyline. And (laughs) this sounds so stupid. And I've been dying to get that out because it's kind of funny because I've been getting so many questions about her. And it's crazy because, like, nothing even happened. It's just a stupid little crush that didn't go anywhere. So there you have it. And if you're currently sitting in Absolute Merch in the office, please don't play this for everybody. (laughs) Just kidding. Do it. Play it for everybody uh, so everybody can be on the same page and understand where, where, where I'm at with the Green Lantern. (laughs) <laughs> but all right, well, let's move on. I'm glad I finally got, got that out of the way. Uh, you know, I had this like really um, terrible thing happen a couple weeks ago. I, I fell asleep and I guess I slept on my glasses and I broke them. Like When I woke up, I went to put my glasses on and one of the arms was broken off. And I was so confused because I was trying to figure out how I could sl- just sleep and manage to break an arm off of my glasses because I'm not like a violent sleeper or anything weird like that and 
I, I tried so hard to fix them. Like I literally drove to the local Walmart at like 7 a.m. and tried Gorilla Glue and Crazy Glue to try to glue the arm back together, but definitely didn't work. Even though it was advertised to, you know, stick metal together, you know, any material like wood stick it was total bullshit. So I'm standing here like in this Walmart at 7 a.m. like realizing, okay, I've opened two different packages of glue that claimed that they would, you know, bond anything. So I was just like, okay, this sucks. I'm just going to have to accept the fact that I have to go to the optometrist on my day off, which was the last thing I wanted to do because like I already knew what this trip was going to be like. I was going to have to go to the optometrist, get my eyes checked out you know, walk in, hopefully, you know, get seen by the doctor right away, fill out all my paperwork for my insurance, run through the eye test, then wait for them to uh, get my glasses together, which I knew was just going to be like this long drawn out process. And I definitely didn't want to do it. So that's why I was a little bummed that I had to. So I actually did that. I got new frames. I know most of you have looked at me weird recently and tried to figure out what's different about me and it's definitely my frames i got bigger frames than i normally get which are really nice because i felt like my other frames were a little too small for my face made it look like way more fat than it actually is so uh, i hope you guys um will compliment them next time and i'm just kidding i really don't care if you do or not i've literally had these for like two weeks now and they're just like normal now this is uh the new standard of what jamie looks like so since i've been gone i've definitely watched a lot of tv and i think that might be a part of the reason why i was so lazy last week i got sucked into black mirror finally uh i've been hearing about this netflix uh series for so long obviously like Joe Rogan, he would mention it all the time about how trippy it was. And then all my friends just started to talk about it because the new season was coming up. And I was like, all right, you know, like, let me give it a shot. A new season's coming out. There's still like all this hype, even after four seasons. I guess I'll check it out. And that was a mistake because seriously, I got sucked in. I literally like binge watched seasons one and I thought I binge watched two, but uh, somehow I managed to sleep through all of season two. And then I woke up for three, watched all of three. And right now I'm running through season four. I've watched episodes uh, one and two, the USS Callister and Archangel well okay so there's not a lot of episodes i feel like we can i can just run through and just try to talk about the ones that i really liked um season one was like okay um i wasn't like super pumped about that season but i feel like that was just them getting started and like this this whole whole idea is just like slowly growing into something like super amazing but season two was uh pretty awesome I got so like so like I said I had fallen asleep through season two and I thought I watched it but last night um, I watched White Christmas and that episode was so messed up like I just remember I was laying in bed 
and okay spoiler alert sorry like i'm late to this and if you're late to it too if you haven't watched yet here's your warning spoiler alert i'm about to give the big twist and this white christmas episode but the scene where he finally goes to give his daughter the snow globe and he turns that little girl around to see her face and she's some little asian bitch oh my god i was screaming like are you fucking kidding me his wife cheated on him with her asian co-worker and that's why she left him. She didn't want to bear the guilt of telling him that she had slept with this dude. He'd been smashing her on the side. And in fact, that he wasn't the father. It was her coworker that impregnated her. And it was just, oh God, it just blew my mind. Cause I just, just try to imagine this guy's heartbreak. You finding out that his uh, daughter wasn't his like i'm obviously i'm not doing it justice because like you have to watch the episode to um know everything else that happens to lead up to that moment to understand how like heartbreaking it really is but god that episode yeah like i I put that one off and I, i definitely went back and watched it and it was just so good i'm really happy that i went back and watched it and season three Um, My favorite episode is Playtest, which was so intense. Honestly, like, if there is anything like that around right now, please contact me. Sign me up right now. I would definitely take the chance and be a guinea pig to test something like that out because it would be super crazy. Stick the implant in my neck and let's go. It's going to prey on my biggest fears. Um it would just be an empty game because your boy is not afraid of anything. Let's freaking go. I want to participate to figure out what I'm really afraid of because to tell you the truth, I don't even know. Uh, season four, let's see. So obviously I, I'm only two episodes in and watching the, the trailer of episode one, the USS Callister, I was kind of iffy. I was like, oh, I'm not really big on Star Trek, you know, because that's like all I saw was like these people dressed up like they're in Star Trek. And I was like, I don't really think I'm going to be into this. So I only put it on because I was eating like right before this podcast. I was eating and I was like, all right, I'll just put it on and just have it playing. So I'm not like bored while I'm eating. And it just turned out to be actually like a really good episode. They had actually some of my favorite um, actors and actresses from some of my other favorite TV shows. Shout out to Friday Night Lights and How I Met Your Mother. But actually, that was a great first episode for the season. I was really um, impressed with that one. And season two, holy crap, or not season two, excuse me, episode two, um, it had uh, Jodie Foster. And there was uh, this girl who was like, you know, scared of losing her daughter because her took her to a park and her daughter like ran away to go find some cat and was missing for a bit. So her mother invested in some technology to track her child, which was kind of creepy because like it was like implanting your dog with a chip. But <clears throat> instead of just being able to see 
where it was through GPS, you could actually see through its eyes and you could even like apply filters to filter out content that you don't want your child to see. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it just got real creepy. Like I knew as soon as like they had like applied like that filter thing, I was like, no way is this kid going to grow up normal. It's going to be some like sheltered, like weirdo and it gets pretty intense the the mom watches the daughter getting uh getting it on and that was kind of creepy i wouldn't want to watch that but it was a great episode and the next episode uh crocodile i see or i've seen a lot of tweets about it online and i haven't read into it too much because i don't want any spoilers but i heard that that episode is like super intense so i'm really looking forward to watching that later tonight but another show that I have actually caught up on since I've been gone is Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I've backed that show since season one, since like the episodes were like low, low, like very low, like production quality. But now like the show has grown into something like I think is amazing. And the fact that it ties into the actual MCU is perfect but th- this season because obviously last season okay here's another spoiler alert please don't be- get upset just catch up but the end of last season um they hint they actually show you that the team ends up in space <laughs> so with that cliffhanger the new season starts and you find out that everyone except for Fitz has traveled like 70 years into the future and they're stuck on this uh, base earth has been destroyed and it's like super crazy and they're trying to figure out like how and why they went into the future and how they're gonna try to get back to their normal timeline and you find out Fitz actually uh, didn't end up time traveling with them and he stayed in the past in their normal timeline and he just ended up putting himself in a cryo chamber so he could sleep until it was uh where okay see this time travel so messy so he put himself in a cryo chamber and slept until it was the year that the team got uh teleported to so it was like 75 years into the future and I just love the direction that it's going in. I love time travel. Anything time travel like always like catches my interest. So the fact that my favorite show is incorporating time travel, it's amazing. But things do get a little messy because there's so many questions on uh, what could happen and because it opens so many different doors. But uh, right now they all time traveled and then Fitz made his way back to them, which is cool. And then the team splits up again so this time now we have uh mac and yo-yo staying behind on the ship while uh colson may fitz simmons and quake they all go back to earth and they just uh found out that there's like this subdivision or maybe it's the, the real division you haven't really found out yet of a shield on earth which is supposed to be uninhabitable so it's actually pretty pretty intense this season i love it if you have any interest if you like the mcu the marvel movies 
I just suggest you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, season one is kind of, you know, uh, slow to start and it just builds into something great. Like, you just got to watch it. Please just do yourself a favor. If you're even slightly interested, just do it. Just watch it and thank me later. It's a great show. Speaking of shows, there's so many good shows coming up. Uh, last week, I actually went out on a weekday, which is always a mistake. No, no matter what I do, like in like the process of doing it, I'm like, all right, maybe I shouldn't go out on a weekday because I'm so busy and I have to get up so early. But sometimes I'm just like, okay, I don't go out ever on the weekdays and this thing is never going to happen again. So we just got to do it. We'll just suck it up. Um, but I always regret it because it just throws off like my week. But on Tuesday, there was a sick show happening at program in Fullerton, Cool Side, Unexpressed, Dare, and Cracked were playing. And my buddies um, from Austin are in a band called Unexpressed. Shout out to Jordan Stewart. You guys might remember I interviewed him last year on the blog. It's actually... I think my it might have been my second most popular interview of the year because like I'm not even kidding. When I posted that interview, uh, Jordan retweeted it, and like all parts of Texas came out and like read that interview and like retweeted it. So it actually got a lot of hits, and I was pretty stoked to see that because the scene down there in Texas is definitely awesome and unique, and I love that. Texas is so big, but like all the scenes are still connected and they all support each other. And there's so many good bands like out of Texas. So um, I was pretty stoked to to finally have them come through California for the first time. And cool side. I don't know like what it is about that band, but they're just like so like unique. And I feel like they just bring like positive vibes. It's just always like a fun time seeing them dare they're like an awesome local band like gonna be honest i was a little bit late to listen to them but they're actually pretty fucking cool i talked to the singer after the show and we're actually gonna do an interview for the blog which i'm pretty stoked about and i didn't get a chance to see cracked that was my bad i was actually uh sitting in my car i got caught up so this past week was Awesome Games Done Quick. It's a week-long charity stream. All the money gets donated to the Prevent Cancer Foundation, which is pretty awesome. Like I look forward to this every year. It happens two times a year. So in January, there's Awesome Games Done Quick. And then they just announced in June, they're doing Summer Games Done Quick. And all the money donated throughout the stream, 100% gets donated to the Prevent Cancer Foundation. And this year, uh, when the stream ended, they raised about $2.3 million, which is, I think, their new goal since they've been doing it. Like, I've been watching this for the past, like, three years, which is always, like, a fun stream to watch, basically. They have a schedule and there's like a bunch of different uh, gamers who like to speed run where, where they beat games as fast as they can. Um, and so 
when I was at the show, I was in the parking lot, and it just so happens that my favorite speedrunner uh, goes by the name of uh, Carcinogen. He was doing a Resident Evil 7 speedrun, and that's what he specializes in, is doing Resident Evil speedruns. He's actually um, the guy who I follow for my speedruns. Like, I I don't consider myself a speedrunner, but, like, the only game that I've uh, speedran is uh, the original Resident Evil. Uh, I beat it in, like, two and a half hours which isn't like a, a good time, you know, I'm not like ranked or anything, but it's just fun to, you know, try to beat your favorite games as fast as you can. So I would just follow uh, his videos on YouTube for tips and tricks on how to beat the game fast and certain things that I didn't know about the game. So yeah, I, I got caught up in watching him do Resident Evil 7 because, uh, that was the one speed run that I was looking forward to for awesome games done quick was the Resident Evil seven run because I had never seen him do it before. I stayed off of his YouTube channel, but it was cool to see him do it. I didn't get to watch him do the full run live because I was sitting in the parking lot and I realized like, Holy crap, I missed the first ban. I should probably go inside and actually uh, do what I came uh, to do, you know, was, which was enjoy the show, support all the bands. Um, it was nice meeting uh, all of uh, Jordan's friends. It was kind of funny because everybody knew me as the guy who interviewed Unexpressed, which, you know, I honestly didn't mind because if people are out there reading my interviews, uh, I think that's a win. So shout outs to all of you. And I know it's been a while since I've posted an interview. Obviously, the year has just started and the website is off to a slow start, but we're going to stabilize pretty soon. Um, I got some awesome interviews coming up and I wish I could announce my first one, but that one I'm going to keep under wraps for now because I'm really, really excited to share it with you guys. And it's a pretty big one. So just uh, uh keep your eyes out for that one it should be posted soon i'm hoping it'll be posted this week and yeah we got a ton more i'm gonna try to double the amount of interviews i did or that i do this year than i did last year so that's a pretty big uh, goal for me and it should be um easy to achieve i just gotta not be lazy and just be on it so your boy got a new phone I traded my 7 Plus, and now I own an iPhone X. And I'm going to tell you right now, this piece of hardware is amazing. I trip out every single time I use Face ID. Like, even in, like, low light, it'll still recognize my face, which is kind of scary because I'm like, it can see me in the dark. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but it's actually really awesome. I took it with me to Disneyland yesterday, had a, a cool little photo shoot. I actually got a, a ton of good pictures of myself. Um, and I took Brett with me. So I snapped a ton of photos of him. I just wanted to test things out and we actually got a lot of really good photos. So I'm excited to share those with you guys in the upcoming weeks. So please, once again, be on the lookout for that. Speaking of Disneyland, <laughs> Friday nights at Disneyland. I know, I know, we were gonna have to talk about talk about this eventually. Um, I don't know what's going on to be honest. I feel like Friday might have been the worst day to try to transition to because like that's the day <laughs> that is either like super busy in the park 
or Brett or myself, we just have other things going on. So we definitely missed out on last week. <laughs> like I literally came home and I hadn't heard from Brett all day. So I figured we'd talk eventually to figure out what the plan was for Friday nights at Disneyland. And I remember I came home and I was in my room and I was like drifting into sleep. I was so tired. And then there was a knock at the door and it was Brett and Ryan and I want to say Travis. I couldn't tell. There was like a bunch of voices and I guess they had all made plans to go see the new Insidious film, which was chill with me because I was, you know, drifting into sleep because I was so tired. But then that just kind of like left me to wonder, like, what was the deal for Friday nights at Disneyland? Like yesterday at the park, Brett asked me, he was like, uh, so is this Saturday? Is it Disneyland now? Because we consistently hit it on the weekends, just not Friday. Friday is just a little more challenging for us. And I just kind of told him, honestly, I don't know. Like, let's just kind of just do our thing and we'll just kind of figure it out because one way or another, we're going to be at Disneyland. Like that's never going to stop. So yeah, so Friday nights at Disneyland is kind of, um, yeah, I want to say it's like, like on hiatus. It's not done, but it will uh, definitely be there. Like I'm planning on being there this Friday, so don't be surprised if you see me at Disneyland this Friday because literally like I'm always there and half the time it's not even planned. It's always just like last minute like, yo, uh, pull up, we're at the park. So, yeah, just don't be surprised. I'm always there. I love Disneyland. I'll never stop loving Disneyland. Um, but it was really weird to be there yesterday. Um, they had a bunch of, like, these makeshift walls up in Disneyland, like, going, like, halfway down Main Street, covering the little courtyard area where the tree was. So I'm guessing they're still uh, trying to take decorations down. And then even over like where the hub is where like the partner's statue is there was like a giant wall and i'm guessing they're still taking decorations down from there too which seems really weird because i didn't think it would take them this long to take all that stuff down like even on the castle there was still snow it's a small world still had all of its christmas lights still up so disneyland i feel like disney's uh slacking on getting this stuff down but i think also this is uh the longest they've ever had it up too so who knows? But then also in DCA, there's like major construction going on with the closure of California Screamin', Ariel's Grotto, the Cove Bar, even Midway Mania is getting some facelifts done. Because when we went down there, the whole entire building was covered, but you still had access to the attraction. So it's kind of trippy. It's uh, it's always weird to uh, live through these like major changes at the parks, you know, because you've been around for as long as I have. You've seen so many changes happen to the park, and it's just uh, just crazy to, to to see it all happen. Because you think back, and it's just like, wow, California Screamin's is just another memory now. They had all these like memorial T-shirts for it, and it's kind of a bummer, but I definitely appreciated it while it was around even though i had beef with it towards the end because they tried to make me take my hat off every time but i still got mad love for that ride and 
like I'm not trying to dwell on what it was because the concept art for what it's going to be looks amazing. And I don't doubt anybody at Disney. I think they're going to turn it into something great. And who doesn't like the Incredibles? Like I love it and I'm stoked to see what they're going to do with it. So I don't know if you guys heard about that uh, emergency alert that got sent out to Hawaii the other day. It said, ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. You know, it, it got sent out to your iPhone. Like those Amber, alert, those Amber alerts get sent out. And like I was tripping out because I saw that and I thought, you know, people were trolling. I thought that was just like Photoshop, but it turns out that it was like a legit um, alert that got sent out. And then later uh, there was another alert sent out saying there is no missile threat or danger to the state of Hawaii. Repeat false alarm. To be honest, if I was in Hawaii and I got the first uh, emergency alert about a, a missile inbound, I would honestly, I wouldn't know what to do, to be honest. Like, to be honest, if I was at home, I'd probably just be like, whatever. I just swipe left, then clear and continue watching Black Mirror. But if I was out in the public, like it, like Disneyland, I'm always at Disneyland, somewhere famous, somewhere that uh, might be a target of a attack one day. Um, I'd be pretty scared, to be honest. I wouldn't know what to do. Like, I would try not to panic and just like trample over people. I would just try to stay calm and uh, try to get out of there as uh, quick as possible because I'm not trying to die. I want to live forever. Uh, just kidding. I watched the Black Mirror episode of San Junipero where you could live forever and that totally changed my train of thought. I do not want to live forever, but I want to live um, for a long time. So if I did get a alert like that, I definitely would be pretty scared. But I don't know if you guys have seen that uh, text thread going around. Um, apparently, it was like some uh, somebody's dad. They uh, screenshot the uh, the alerts and sent it to their dad, and then he responded saying, "Yeah, I got the alerts. People were running out of breakfast, screaming." And then the person asked the dad, like, well, what did you do? And the dad replied, oh, the line went down at the buffet, so I just got more food. <laughs> and I don't know why. I just thought that was, like, the most hilarious thing because he was just, like, chill about it. He was like, all right, if there's a missile inbound, I'm at breakfast. I might as well die while eating this glorious food. Like, not even a care in the world. I just thought that was uh, pretty great. But honestly, yeah, like if I was in my house and they're like, yo, like missiles on its way, like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm not going to try to go out in the street and drive with all the other panicked people. I'd rather just chill and let it play out. Hopefully uh, I end up in a post-apocalyptic world and I will put all my uh, fallout knowledge to use and I will survive the apocalypse. So, yeah, and I'm going to team up with Andy and George. We've already discussed this because Andy is secretly a prepper and has tons of stuff uh, ready for us. So it should be a good time. I can't get over how weird life is like. okay, so this is really random, but I have been slowly upgrading my hardware 
in the studio. And I used to be a Razor fanboy, but I just jumped shipped and I, I, I don't know what it is. I'm just like a big Corsair fan now. So I just um, picked up a Corsair a K70 keyboard with the Cherry MX switches. And it's like uh, backlit and it looks super slick. It <clears throat> Jesus, excuse me. It matches my mouse and the interior lights of my uh, PC. So it looks like super slick. But I got the keyboard <laughs> from some guy off uh, Craigslist. I was a little sketched out at first because he was selling it for like like probably like half the price than it's worth, um, which I get is kind of weird. But I used to do the same thing on Craigslist if I wanted to get rid of something fast. Like I used to move every year. So like I would sell off like my TV, I would sell off all my consoles. And whenever I moved, I would just start fresh. So I, I mean, I would like look at the market and see what people were selling the things that I was wanting to sell. And I would look at their prices and then I would just undercut the market and totally just sell it for like way cheaper than I should just because I wanted to get rid of it faster. So I'm just guessing that maybe that's what this guy did. And I was talking to him uh, when we met up. I'm like, oh, like, is there anything wrong with the keyboard? Because I had a feeling that maybe he was selling me a broken keyboard because it kind of seemed too good to be true for the price. Um, but he told me, no, there's nothing wrong with the keyboard. He just uh, moved on to something else. And I was like, all right. I was a little like weary, but I got home and tested the keyboard and it works perfect. So I'm pretty stoked on my new keyboard. But it's just uh, weird that, you know, I'm, I just met up with a stranger in the parking lot of a grocery store. And it was really weird, too, because... Uh, you know, I feel it's 2018. Uh, people have PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App. So we're going back and forth uh, on email. And I was like, oh, do you accept Venmo, PayPal, or Cash App? And he was like, no, I don't. It's cash only. And at the time, I didn't have any cash on me. So I was kind of bummed because that means I had to get out of my car and go into the store and pull cash out, which was... Uh, kind of a hassle because I, I didn't want to go into the store because I knew it was going to be like super busy and I had to get in line and deal with being around a bunch of people that I didn't want to be. And the guy got there and he was like, oh, hey, where are you? And I was like, I'm parked in the middle of the parking lot. I'm in a black car. I'm literally standing outside of my car. Like, where are you? And he just uh, was like, oh, I see you and hangs up and like doesn't really give me a, a description of what he looks like. So I'm just kind of like looking around like a freaking weirdo. And then he just like emerged from the shadows, just like this really tall dude. And he, you know, gave me a. A firm handshake so i felt like he was just happy to get rid of his keyboard and do business with me um but i just think it's really strange and it's a little scary too because obviously um things could go wrong like maybe he could show up with some friends and jump me for my 40 dollars that i paid for this keyboard um but i wasn't too scared to be honest i figured worst case scenario he sells me a broken keyboard and i probably never buy anything from anybody on craigslist again because i think i've been on like a really good streak i don't think i've ever been screwed from 
anybody that I've bought off uh, or bought things from on Craigslist. The sketchiest thing I ever did was um, it was way back when the Xbox One first came out. I remember I didn't get one at launch and I saw that this guy on uh, Craigslist was selling a Xbox One day one edition and he was uh, down in Lake Forest. So I was like, okay, like let's, uh, you know, drive down there and buy one because I really wanted the day one edition because I wanted the controller and everything, whatever. So I I drove down there and he was selling it for like, I think like $200 under um, retail. So I was like, no way is this like real, but I was like, whatever, like this is a really good price. I can't really pass it up. So I remember I drove down to Lake Forest and we met at the parking lot of a subway and this guy pulls up in this like murdered out Range Rover and I was like uh, I was like are you the guy selling the Xbox and he's like yeah like uh, do you have the cash and I'm like yeah so I, I handed him like a wad of 20s he didn't even count it he just shoved it in his pocket and he popped open the back of his Range Rover which was filled with Xbox One Day One editions and he's like alright grab one so I was like, all right. So I grabbed just the box and he was like, all right, dude, like, see you later. And he takes off and I'm stressing because I'm thinking he just sold me a box full of bricks. So I cut open the box and sure enough, like everything was there in perfect condition. And I was just tripping out because I was like, OK, maybe he just uh, got all those that fell off of like the back of a truck or something. But he literally didn't care. Like he didn't even count the money. Like I could have shorted him, but I didn't because I always try to be an honest businessman. But that was like the sketchiest thing that I've ever encountered with uh, buying or selling anything off Craigslist. Like I sold like a bunch of TVs, which sounds kind of funny. I could be like a TV salesman. But every time I've moved, yeah, I undercut the price and people were like dying because I always try to get like the newest model of that year and just get a decent model. And when I sell it for like half the price, uh, people are always skeptical, but it's always like in good condition because I like to take care of, (laughs) why can't I talk? I like to take care of my things and keep them in perfect condition. And it's always sad to let go of them too, but it's always like amazing to buy uh, new electronics. God, why am I stuttering so bad? See, it's a habit. You guys just don't tell me about it and I do it all the time electronics okay not not stuttering (laughs) or maybe still stuttering i have no idea normally i don't like to address rumors on the show but i got a lot of uh, people hitting me up saying that they saw me at disneyland with a blonde girl with a crutch and i definitely was at disneyland with a blonde girl with a crutch but it wasn't what you think. So please, please stop uh, asking me about that. I am allowed to go to Disneyland with friends. Um, So please don't be weird. If you see us in the park, come say hi. You know, we're super friendly. Uh, Remember Monday nights at Disneyland, all of you would come up and hang out and have dinner with us. And that was always fun. So, you know, the same rules still apply. If you see me at Disneyland, I would be more than happy to talk to you guys because I love all of you and I do this for all of you. And I couldn't do this without you guys um, because 
if you guys weren't here to support me and to care about me, I would literally be talking into the emptiness of the podcasting world. So I appreciate all of you. I appreciate that you guys care and you're curious about what's going on in my life. But yeah, just it was just nothing. Just hanging out at Disneyland. You know, like I've said it a million times, I'm always there. I always try to be there in my downtime because I love it. I wish I could live there. If I could live anywhere in the park, uh, let's see, where would I want to live? Don't want, I think you could put me, put me up right by like above Starbucks, and then I could uh, grapple hook down, grab my grande white chocolate mocha hot, and then grapple hook back up to the apartment and just chill. I'm just kidding. I'm just being silly right now. But living in Disneyland would be kind of annoying because it'd be always noisy. There would be like no uh, chance for peace and quiet unless I like soundproof the walls, which is definitely a possibility. Okay, let me take that back. Um, all right, let's do this. Let's uh, demolish. No, not demolish. Let's get rid of all the lockers right by Starbucks. You know, there's like the giant room full of lockers. We'll rip out all the lockers and then we'll turn that into my uh, awesome giant studio. It'd be a really big studio, but it would be uh, an awesome spot. I feel like that'd be a, a good little nook to be hidden away in Disneyland. And uh, you could only enter through um, my retinal scan or if I buzz you in. Wow, now I'm thinking about that. No, that actually wouldn't be fun because where would I park? I'd have to park in the K-Lot with all the employees then have to shuttle in just to get home and getting out in the morning. I'd have to like look for an employee. I'd be like, hey, can you open the gates? Or maybe, or maybe I rip out the lockers and in the process of doing that, I um, join in the underground tunnels and then I'll have a special tunnel going down from my studio to the underground tunnel which leads to a special parking lot just for me where I wouldn't have to worry about getting in and out that would be pretty intense I don't know I don't think I could do it it'd be too crazy always there i think i would get lazy and if i lived in the park i don't think i would ever be in the park i, I would just be like tweeting from my apartment um in disneyland hashtag home haha <laughs> just kidding no it, it's great i i like where i live it's a. Uh, it's not too far from the park i take city streets um, but I don't want to tell you where I live. I don't want to dox myself. I would love to keep that information private. So please respect my privacy. But where would you live in the park? If you had a chance to construct your own little apartment or studio, where would it be? I already told you guys mine, which seems kind of ideal, like right there on Main Street. Um, but where would you guys want to live? Or how about you guys uh, reopen, reopen, the, I can't even talk anymore. It's getting late. Let's reopen the dream suite 
put me above uh, pirates. I'll text Johnny Depp, tell him to come over, bring some snacks. That'd be pretty wild. Actually, I wouldn't want to hang out with any celebrities. Or maybe I would. Who knows? We can uh, raise our clout. People would be uh, banging on the doors all day, though. Let me in. I want to hang out. Who knows? I'm just uh, just rambling, you know, uh, coming in, coming in. See, it's just I'm like losing all concentration now. I'm coming to the end of the podcast and I'm just uh, just delirious now. I feel um, crazy. I got so many things running through my mind, like what is uh, Black Mirror going to throw at me next? I have uh, five more episodes left of the new season, and I'm, like, really anxious to watch them. Actually, wait, not five. I thought I only watched the first, but I watched the second one, too. I have four more episodes left, and I'm just really curious it, what they're going to throw at me. Because if... I, I watch it in, like, a really weird pattern due to me falling asleep during season two. So if season four ends the way season two did like i would be so mad because like white christmas was such a good episode it left me wanting more luckily the way that i watched it there was plenty left for me to watch so i just hope i'm not like uh gonna get that post netflix depression that i always get whenever i binge watch the new marvel series that comes out or what was the last thing I binge watched besides uh, Black Mirror? Oh, it was probably uh, the last show I binged watched was Girl Boss, which was kind of a bummer because I remember I was like, I think maybe like three episodes in and then Sam uh, came in and kind of broke the news to me that the series got canceled and I was really torn. I was like, man, do I really even want to finish this? Because I know that it like it's not going to like continue. Like, this is it. But I was actually really into the story. So I finished it and was kind of bummed because it was like started to get really good. And then knowing that it got canned just like really bummed me out. So I, I definitely got like a little, little bummed out after watching that. I didn't want to watch anything else. You know, oh, okay, so after I watched Girl Boss, uh, I had, like, this weird urge. I've talked about it before. Um, I had this weird urge to watch Sons of Anarchy. That sounded really weird. I'm just, like, really critical on the way I pronounce things now. Sons of Anarchy, I, I, like, ran through that, like, super fast. And that was pretty long, though, because it was, like, seven seasons. And I would, like, watch, like, a ton of episodes every day even put off doing this to finish it so yeah i'm fearing the end of uh black mirror but luckily i still have like my normal tv shows going on uh shout outs to marvel's agents of shield and ghost adventures i i love like the weirdest shows but it's all right and um i'm actually waiting for my most favorite like my number one right now is new girl and it's a bummer that it's on like the last season it's not even getting like a full run i feel like i'm pretty sure it's only getting like eight more episodes which kind of bums me out because i feel like that show is like really important to me because i like started to watch it like 
like right before I moved to Orange County and that show like helped me a lot which sounds dumb obviously like I moved to Orange County uh, had no friends and I wanted to move back home so bad like I had saved up a bunch of money and things just didn't work out but um, while that was all happening uh, New Girl was airing and uh, I felt like I was Jessica Day because you know she just went through like a big like crisis her boyfriend cheated on her and she just like moved out into this loft with a bunch of people she never met before and she was in this like whole new situation and as dumb as it sounds like whatever I don't care um I got to watch her struggle and deal with my own struggles um so it was cool to see that even though it's a tv show whatever this is like weird I've never told anybody this but it was um cool to see her make it work because I I figured you know if Jessica Day can do it she had like a great group of friends around her you know I think I could do it so for the longest time I'm not even kidding I had I think I went like a full year where I didn't like talk to anybody I didn't have any real friends I would go um to the local comic book shop shout out to fat collectibles rest in peace I used to go to the the mega store on uh Euclid and Ball and I figured okay I could walk in there there'd be a bunch of nerds um I'm a nerd I figured we could bond and I could make some friends like no problem but um I was just like a weirdo I'd go and try to like talk to people and they'd be like not really into it because I could tell they were weirded out by this random guy coming up to them in the comic shop uh trying to be friends uh you know but I didn't think it was that big of a deal but I guess I was just a weirdo and nobody wanted to be my friend but then um eventually I just made it work and shout out to Tim um, I don't really want to go into like the whole history on how I managed to survive being a loner. Um, it's been a journey, like a real big journey. I'm sure I'll uh, dive into it at some point. But uh, Timmy Boy uh, plays a very important role in that entire situation. So shout outs to him. Always shout out Timmy Boy. But yeah, I'm not trying to go go down that weird road on how I had no friends because, you know what, I'm thankful for all the friends that I have now. Um, love all you guys. You know who you are. Um, don't really want to go through all the shout outs again. Just go back to the uh, J. Cole episode where I gave like literally everybody a shout out. Love you guys. Um, but yeah, how did I even get there? How did I get to me talking about being a loner? Oh, okay, I remember. Uh, TV shows and then New Girl. Okay, yeah, so I'm sad that that show's ending because, like, arguably it's, like, one of the greatest comedies. And I know a lot of people are going to, like, be upset that I said that. People are pulling their hair out. But it's up there. It's so good. Like, if you look at, like, all the TV shows that are out now, like, that genre like none of them have been around as long as new girl or maybe i'm wrong or maybe i just don't watch a lot of tv <laughs> can i retract that statement <laughs> i think i'm just in a bubble and i am just a biased uh new girl fan but regardless the show's ending i'm sad and i just hope they send it off uh, right because i the last thing i want is for it to go out and me be di like disappointed 
but okay let's stop talking about all this sadness because i'm always sad no i'm just kidding i'm not always sad what's going on this week um we got a lot of things to look forward to we got oh my god i just remembered saturday january 20th ufc 220 stipe miocic versus francis Ngannou. holy shit I can't believe it's already here. I know you guys hate the MMA talk, but I'm just going to talk about it real quick. This heavyweight fight is going to be insane. My money's on Stipe. I want him to knock out Francis. I think he's going to do it. He's going to break the record for most heavyweight title defenses. And I'm so excited. I literally can't wait. I'm, I'm so hyped right now just thinking about it. And also on Sunday... I'm headed to the chain reaction. I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, the chain reaction, the homie George, formerly of Doak. I know all of you guys are like super stoked on Doak, but George is in a new band called Mirage. I'll definitely link them in the show notes so you guys can go check them out. But they're playing a show at Chain Reaction, so I'm going to roll out and support the homie. Also, I totally forgot, on Thursday, January 18th, at the Observatory, Seaway, one of my favorite pop-punk bands, um, they're going to be in town, obviously. Their newest record, Vacation, made my top 10 uh, records released in 2017. So I'm actually really stoked to see them. The last time I saw them was when they came through it, uh, the chain reaction with Four Years Strong. I got to see them two nights in a row, which is actually pretty cool. Um, but this time, uh, they're, they're touring. Vacation's been out for a while. So I'm hoping to see, or not see, I'm hoping to hear uh, more songs off the new record, which would be super awesome. I'm trying to think uh, what songs would I would can't even talk. What songs would I want to hear off the new record? Okay, give me a second. I'm actually pulling up the the track list right now so I can just make sure I don't miss anything. So obviously, my number one song I would want to hear um, is "Curse Me Out." That would be super sick, and. The other song that I'd really like to hear would be Scatter My Ashes Along the Coast or Don't. I think those are like my top two uh, songs that I'd want to hear off the new record that I haven't heard yet. But who knows? Should be cool. A pop punk show in the middle of the week. Another uh, weeknight that I'm going to go out and probably regret. But it's fine. You know, I love to hate myself i'm just kidding i never hate myself but i definitely will be tired the next day go going out um actually no probably not i think i'll I'll be all right because if i do go to the show uh, which i'm like 95 percent sure i'm gonna go i'm just gonna go and watch seaway and then cut out early just because i have to be up early the next day it would be cool to stay for the whole show show It'd be cool to stay for the whole show and see Neck Deep and rock out with everybody, but I think uh, for sure I would cut out early after Seaway just so I could get 
enough sleep for the next day, have enough energy to function, that would be great. But sometimes I, you know, don't get any sleep and I function perfectly fine. But I think that's just because my body knows that um, at the end of the day, at the end of the following day, we'll definitely get enough sleep. It'll just, um, you know, uh, maneuver its way uh, into my bed and just uh, have me pass out. But yeah, I think that might be it for this episode of the podcast. It's definitely been um, fun. I uh, feel the struggle of being away for two weeks. I'm like trying to um, like catch you guys up with where I've been and what's going on. And it's uh, been fine, I feel like. And I'm like, you know, obviously like the timeline is a little uh, scrambled, but the goal for 2018 is to be more consistent. And this is going to be the first of many this year. So thank you forever. Like you literally have no idea. I say this every time too, but it's only because I mean it. I appreciate everybody. I appreciate you guys so much. Every single one of you who listen, um, I now have access to the numbers. I see like, um, I see how many times the podcast is being played, the amount of hours that have uh, been listened to, and it literally blows me away that any of you um, actually take the time to listen to me uh, talk, and like it's just amazing. I thank you guys so much, and I know a lot of you think it would be cool for me to get guests in the future, that's definitely something that I'm working on. Uh, once we get to the point where I can upgrade the studio to be sufficient enough to handle that kind of hardware, um, it will happen. We will have a guest or two on at some point, but just be patient and we'll make it work. So once again, thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Jamie K podcast, and we'll see you guys next week.